0: Hi, I'm Steve. I'm Erin. And I'm Daniel. And we're the Verbal Reasoning Podcast.
1: Three friends with professional scientific backgrounds
2: talking about all things under the sun in the most digestible way. Enjoy. Enjoy.
0: Hello, and welcome back to the Verbal Reasoning Podcast. This is episode 22. And today we're discussing relationships. Um, today we have three special guests, well, two. Erin's special always, but uh, a Thank good friend, <laughs> a good friend Jasmine, uh, she works with me, and a good friend Zayad. Uh, maybe you you want to say hi, guys. Hi. Today we're going to discuss relationships and how they've like developed and changed over the over the years, and maybe to give you a background of the kind of things I want to talk about. Traditionally, relationships were basically marriage. Uh, people got married and married earlier. To be honest. Um, as time goes by, especially post uh, 50s, 60s, uh, relationships start drifting towards the tail end, and people are getting married la- later, and perhaps not at all. Maybe like an initial question to you guys: Why? Why do you think uh, relationships have drifted later? I mean, what, what's what's your whole opinion, holistic opinion on it? What about you, Jasmine? What, what do you think about like later marriages and?
3: Mm.
4: Yeah, I I mean, actually, there's a saying, I don't know how legitimate it is, but they say every generation, um, there's like a seven year gap in, in marriages, especially. Um, Mm -hmm. So if your grandparents got married at like, um, 16, 18, or something like that, you know, your parents got married in mid 20s. And nowadays, people get married um, in their 30s, right? Yeah, pretty much. Um, I think it's, Probably just a matter of how people feel in their lives, so people mm. are studying longer, so they're in universities, maybe you do graduate studies, um, and then you still have to find time and place to settle down and and then try to look for someone else to have in your life. So I think people are too busy with their own lives um, to think about marriage or a relationship
0: mm, that's interesting, so you, you think like basically social pressure. As in like having to study work, perhaps as well, is basically
4: yeah
0: yeah, mm. what about you, Z? what do you what what do you think about the whole thing
5: is I think it's mainly it depends on which countries you look at, I think in the west usually it keeps pushing back and there there's kind of this trend that the more developed the country is, the more the marriage age keeps getting pushed backwards yeah. um i think it's kind of built on what jasmine said It's life has just become more complex it's just more complex to settle down people want to do more stuff people want to let's say accumulate more wealth let's put it that way and i think that that makes it a bit more difficult and and just people want to do their own thing there are different priorities i suppose
0: i guess maybe a question to everyone is like what do you think changed the priorities? I mean, like for thousands of years, essentially the, the trend was the same, obviously depending on each person, but in general, people got married around, uh, I guess the early 20s around there or even before. Uh, what, what happened with like the 20th century or 19th century where, where it basically got pushed? Like
1: what do you think is the driving factor? I think primary, one of the primary reasons probably is uh, life expectancy
3: that oh, yeah. might
1: sound stupid but people were dying at like 30 or 40 years old so you know by the time you hit 18 19
3: Mm-mm.
1: it was like oh my god they're halfway through their life and they're not <laughs> even married yet you know and it's yeah, like yeah. so it, i think in that sense life expectancy increasing a little bit kind of well not a little bit but quite a bit mm. um, with the advancement of modern medicine as well just means that you live longer and so everything gets delayed a little bit you know a little bit later like my parents are quite old now and you know, when they were kids, my mom would be like, well, if someone was like 30, they'd say, oh, he's got one foot in the grave. So realistically, <laughs> you know, the times change. So that's true, that's true. yeah, they married very early. Like they were in their late teens. Mm. What we consider early, but for them, it was almost late. So
3: that's I guess,
1: true. yeah, that's a, a factor.
0: But do, do, like, just to give you a background, like I guess during this time period, also there was a huge change. I mean, two bigger changes were... First of all, women rights in the West—you um, know—they were allowed to give and vote, etc., which obviously gave them more freedom. I guess maybe in the past they were seen as, uh, you know, like ch- just childbearers, and that's pretty much it. Um, and then the second point I want to bring up is also the advent of contraception, which pretty much came up in around the '50s, '60s, and it was before that there wasn't really an option for that. Uh, do you think like this has a big role to play in in the trends of uh, relationships or? Well, what's your opinion Jasmine what do you think? For
4: sure I think um, the way we look at women uh, in a relationship it has definitely changed a lot um, especially in the west and yeah things like contraceptives have definitely contributed to that and it's just a way of looking at how relationships fit into your life so in a way like what is your relationship to your relationships and um, what what do you want out of it, right? Before it, it seemed almost obvious and it had to be had done. And for women, you had to do it as a way of survival in a way, um, or else there was no way to like feed yourself. Um, but now, because they have more independence, and you have to question, okay, well, it, is it really necessary? Is it essential? And mm. I think some people have decided that it's
0: not yeah i see what you mean well what do you think Z?
5: yeah i mean yeah it's the idea of the man is like the provider especially at that time that that was kind of like the the main the main view and it's not it's not the same anymore uh like you you you're as a woman as you you're able to take care of yourself you don't really need to be that heavily dependent on someone anymore um yeah that's that's the
0: biggest thing do you think like the role of like men and women in relationships have shifted completely or do you think that it's kind of more centralized but men are still like providers and like the traditional roles still exist
5: um i think to some extent it still exists it hasn't been eliminated at all but it is it is shifting i mean if you think about it back in the day uh physical strength was a really big thing it was just in terms of like surviving providing most jobs nowadays don't really require any of that and so like men don't get much of an advantage on that that Mm -hmm. sense anymore uh that also back in the time like uh, there was i feel there was a bigger emphasis on Continuing your like lineage, as in having having kids, was was important because they also supported you. As in, your kids was were your little slaves, literally. Like, <laughs> your <pension>. yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that's your pension plan. That's what you what. That's what you're gonna use if you have a farm. The workforce that's gonna work in the field is gonna be the kids. Yeah. yeah. So, and and there was like more say glory in having, uh, like a, a big family, but. I think that's not viewed as a uh, it depends what culture it is at least but it's not viewed as such uh, an important thing anymore.
0: That's true. Jasmine, do you think there's still a place for like traditional like uh, roles within relationships or or do you think that's totally out the window now?
4: I mean, that I think that really depends on the person if um what you consider a traditional role is what they actually want and They're good at, and if that's what they want to do, yeah, go ahead. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Um, I think it it was the societal kind of expectations um, without the individual kind of needs into it. That's the problem. Mm -hmm. But I don't think there's anything wrong with that.
0: Do you think like being single for a prolonged period of time is a good idea, like mentally? So I've looked online. There's studies about people being lonely. And actually, a, a, a lot of people have reported to be lonely. Um, yeah. And uh, perhaps, would you would you say like, maybe one part of this is that people aren't kind of like settling with people earlier on? Or what's your opinion on that kind of thinking?
4: Right, that's actually a really good point. And I don't think that's only to do with relationships themselves. I think the fact that that gets into the conversation about relationships shows how, how, We view relationships differently now. So if you go back, um, or maybe even just your grandparents' um, generation, I guess depending on where you're from, um, like Z said, a big family. And um, let's say your village is kind of like your family, right? So you would get all those kind of emotional support, financial support, Mm -hmm. um, all all these different aspects you need in life um, to have a healthy social life from your family and from the village that you had Uh, but nowadays it it, it's changed to a nuclear family right it's just your family and it's just yourself Uh, a lot of people live by themselves and you're lacking that kind of connection with people and we put all of that expectation onto one person and and you know finding the one that could provide everything yeah that's true um i think even just having that kind of expectation also kind of pushes you to be more alone because I don't think there's any one person who could provide all of that to you. Right. Yeah. And, um, it's just that shift and the fact that we are physically alone a lot, um, has contributed to, you know, people feeling lonely all the time.
3: That's
0: a good point you made. Yeah. That's quite strong. Uh, do you think the same way, Zeyad, with uh, that idea? Do you do, do you think, like, the loneliness uh, uh, advent in, in, this, in this era is... Like Jasmine said, do you think the relationship part is only a part of it, or do you think it's a big driver? Um, what's your opinion?
5: Yeah, I think... Yeah, I really agree is that you kind of... Right now, you look for someone where you're trying to find everything in that person, and that kind of pushes people to be, like, more lonely, because... Because you you don't have as tight of a family unit, I suppose. So you yeah. look for you look for someone who provides everything in that sense. And uh, it's it's kind of to some extent like uh, especially I feel it in capitals and big cities. Like when I was London, especially like uh, you look at people, you kind of go. Is someone commutes at work on like I say on the on the on the underground in London. They're they're in the they're in the train they don't speak to no one don't like a physical interaction is quite important i don't mean like uh, sexual interaction but just like hugging someone like uh, even even just something like a handshake um and like you, you stay on the on the train you have no contact with someone you go to your office you have no contact with anyone and then you go back home you back on the train you just sit in watching netflix and that's the whole day and then and then kind of that isolation is just it's just sad to some extent and it it's very common as well especially in big capital cities
0: mm, that's true yeah. do you think like like you said like m- maybe part of it uh you said the the lifestyle has to adapt and so people want to make more money etc but um for example like do you think the people still want kids as much as they used to or is it now a big financial kind of constraint in their minds um I, I, I don't know anecdotally I feel like people in the past just kind of had kids and that
5: was it Like, yeah.
0: you just dealt with it you know yeah
5: but, tomorrow uh, we'll see what happens yeah, yeah tomorrow we'll see
0: what happens but nowadays you know you can plan your your when you have children and yeah. if and a lot of people at least for myself I know decide they don't want children at all um do you think the finances has got got a lot to play with this
5: yeah, I mean, the, there's an interesting thing is like a change of mindset. That back in the time, I feel kids were viewed as if you have a lot of kids, that's viewed as a as some form of value. That oh, that's that's something to be proud of. That's not more of a burden. But as in now, it's like oh, you have four kids. How how do you feed them? How do you how do you support them? Do you not go crazy? Well, I think even though I don't feel that was much of a question back in back in the time. Yeah. I, I don't know what was the specific change of mindset specifically i i I don't know how to comment on that what do you think jasmine
4: i think i think actually z uh kind of touched on that before as well where um traditionally if you think of a farming um family the more kids you have the more laborers you have right so Mm. they they were kind of looked as an asset um whereas now it's more about um kind of passing on your legacy and putting a mini you out into the world and and that that could be a liability right they could do something and then your your name could be um ruined or something like that but but it's seen more as um yeah the the view from the parents to kids have changed i think in that sense
0: so kids are more like trophies (laughs)
4: In a way, yeah, it shows that you can afford it. Yeah, financially, you can afford it, and you have the responsibility. And it's the kind of the, you know, the, the good family image that you could create with yeah. kids.
1: um Yeah, it's like yeah. Uh, the Jackson Five, isn't it? <laughs> he yeah, had, yeah, He <laughs> had five kids, and one of them was a superstar, and it was the yeah. youngest one. If he stopped that four, then you know, you never got Michael Jackson. That's, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> by in that sense there's always room for one more (laughs) and actually weirdly enough going back to like uh depending on the era how many kids you have like my parents each have like nine or ten brothers and sisters like i can't bother to count them all now but like (laughs) growing up they must have lost at least like two or three brothers on each side to like completely preventable diseases and illnesses and whatnot because they just didn't have access to it so in a way like especially if you're from a culture where it's like you know i'm gonna have a son so you can carry my name on let's say you have i don't know 10 sons and all 10 of them die or let's not say 10 okay if you have three sons and all three of them die and you, you know that's your name gone in the mud finished but if you have 10 then you're just increasing your chances of you know some sort of success going forward mm-hmm, that's true
4: and kind of going back to concerts contraceptives now it's a choice right before you could you know just uh have kids by accident and you just can't do anything about it Mm -hmm. and you just have to roll with it but now there are so many ways to plan it and it has to be so intentional and i think maybe sometimes it could scare people off and um there's a bit too much calculation going into having kids
0: yeah, that was my next question. Like, I was going to ask whether you think society nowadays overthink it. Um, you know, pe- people put in a lot of factors before having children, or or they leave it till very late, and the, finally they decide at, at the end to have one child. well uh, do you, do you think? It's a a thing that's overthought nowadays. What's your opinion on that kind of stuff? Maybe Z, you can give your your opinion. <laughs>
5: um. I mean, I, I think it's, it's a balance. It's kind of somewhere in between. The I do think that kids are kind of used some as some form of a boogeyman now. As it's like if you have a kid, it's like your life is over. Well, I, that wasn't really. I feel that wasn't the case back at the time. I think it's. I think it's viewed very negatively to some extent now. I do think it's because it's just harder nowadays, and you kind of have. I, I think you just want to meet. Better standards, as in the minimum standards of living, as you think that we have now is just having a house, water, and food. You're a fucking king back in the day, but as in to just meet that now, that's that's nothing. That's nothing special. People want to have their kids at Mm. uh, like a very good point, so they they really strive to do that, and it's uh, they just want to put a lot of work and a lot of effort and alongside i think people have a lot of their uh, say side quests they want to have specific careers uh specific achievements things to do um which i think was not like i, I think people have a lot more expectations now than in comparison back in the day it was more survival heavy i suppose
0: mm. do you think like kids can be healthy i mean mean, like if you if you had to give a general book on how human beings should live life would having kids be in that book if i
5: write that book everybody would be dead
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) well steve and zayed want us to go extinct obviously because uh, (laughs) of course you are you want to have kids just for the sole purpose of you know humanity not dying out as well if you want to look at it from extreme examples but But in terms of like um was they had said about like what we expect from kids going forward, like our expectations of what a child will mean. Like I know, yeah, before it was like, let's survive and whatnot. But I think maybe even with like our parents, it became once they moved over from the East to the West, for example, to maybe better, better, better standard of living. Like I know my parents, it was like, you're either going to be a doctor, an engineer or a lawyer or you're nothing. Do you know what I mean? So they kind of introduced the standard of like, yo, you need to be, (laughs) you know, somebody of, high repute amongst your peers and that's kind of passed on now to us and our children and potential children where we're kind of saying you know unless you grow up to do something amazing you're just a waste of my time and I, you know I don't <laughs> want to have this child basically <laughs> yeah. well
0: what do you think about that then Jasmine do you think kids are used as like as a like you said there's a lot of pressure on kids nowadays because we're kind of reflecting our ego onto them I guess
4: yeah for sure like I said um, it's one way of the parents kind of passing on their legacy, um, kind of creating their own identity in someone else and in a way reliving their lives. Um, but also I think it's the the comment about what you need to be also. Um, I think today's society specifically or at least in the West, uh, a lot of your identity and self-worth is rooted in who you are uh, or what you do as your career, right? So like you said, like, oh, you need to be better than us and have better things and, and have a better career so you get more money or have a comfortable life or whatever. So I think it's also the, having having that shift in your worth as like who you are as a better career so you get as a person versus what you do for a living. Um, yeah. But on the comment of having, having a shift in, I guess, in that master book, I don't know. I think it's something, I think having kids is something like you don't really understand until you go through it.
3: Yeah. yeah. Good.
1: I mean, none of us have kids. Uh yeah none, none, none that you want to declare or none we know about oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, now we, know now we know about it. if anyone knocks on my door I'm not owning up to you go away I don't have any money nothing I don't have any love to give you we have no podcast money I swear <laughs> <laughs> can I give a can I give a statistic about um given that we're talking about like you know marriages and stuff like that um yeah. so the recent divorce statistics for England and Wales is that 42% of all marriages are ending in divorce. And uh, 16 million people aged 16 or over uh, have declared themselves to be single or have never cohabited or married. And that's 34.5% of the adult population. Mm -hmm. So you're talking around 42% that get married, divorce, and uh, of the adult population, around like 35% of them have never been in a relationship or never married or cohabited with anyone else. Uh, what, what do you think is kind of driving that? And there's so- stuff like, I don't know, social media play a part in the lack of long-term relationships going forward.
0: I think so. What do you think, Dan?
2: Right. I think people might be rushing into things. Mm. Like they see, I don't, know, it's bad, I don't know if it's a good example, but they see Love Island. Yeah. They see people together for, I don't, know, I don't know how long it lasts, I've never seen a full season, but they see that then people are moving in together, then they're getting married before they even realise like people's habits, do you know what I mean? Like Someone could leave I don't know, boxes on the floor every day expecting their wife to pick it up, that kind of thing would get at somebody Yeah. Like, until the point of the arguments, then it's, oh, your mother said this, and then, you know, it'll be, you know what I mean? And yeah, then um, people are, are divorcing a year later So people rush into this Seeing what's happening on social media What's happening on the only ways, Essex All that stuff I, I use this stuff as examples It's reality TV Because I feel like It plays on, plays on people's like, subconscious That they want a partner There's a need for a partner Do you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah I get what you mean mm. But like,
0: do you think I, I get what you mean Because like, when, when, reality TV doesn't reflect society in general So yeah. that's quite true but also no cases where people, you know, are d- are dating each other for like six years and mm. like nothing you know what I mean? Like they're not even at the conversation point of, oh, should we like at least get engaged <laughs> like, or something? Yeah. So I, f- I feel like there's two extremes in our societies nowadays. And mm. there's not like a middle way <laughs> um what do you everything's think? Everything's an Jasmine? entanglement. Yeah, everything's an Neither entanglement nowadays. Will Smith everywhere it's sad. <laughs> Jasmine, what do you think of that, that kind of thinking? Like, do you think people are rushing into it or do you think people are prolonging it? What, what's your experience or opinion?
4: I think, well, generally, yes, maybe people are rushing into it, uh, but I think people's values are changing um, in a way. Like, like I said, what, what they want to get out from that relationship. And for some people, it could just be for fun. It could be to show, or it could be for status quo, whatever it is they want. Um, And for some people, um, I guess the question of marriage is is not very, uh, is not really a question for them, I guess. You know, Um, um, I guess the concept of marriage has changed and, and for them just staying in and that kind of relationship is is good enough for them so I think it depends on the person
0: (laughs) Mm, that's interesting uh yeah I agree with you like people's concept on what a relationship is has changed a lot and for example like what people call serial dating might just be what you know what someone wants in general but whether it's a healthy thing I'm not sure I I, I do question it a little bit um what about you what do you think about this topic
5: yeah, I mean you as Dan said, you look at social media and you see you go on Dan Blizzard's Instagram account and you've got oh you got oh, yeah, one guy, like twenty girls and be like, you know what? That's the life, isn't That's it? Like and then like I, I think people either you, you're in a relationship and you see that and be like you feel like you're missing out or you're you're in that you try to seek that situation, you never really try to you you try to achieve it, but then you realize it's actually feels like a bit of an empty life to some extent. And then you get into relationship. If you get into a relationship with someone, it then comes back to what we were saying that you're trying to find everything in that person.
3: Mm.
5: And then you become just too demanding. And then you also see Dan blizzard. again, it's like this motherfucker looks like he's having a hell of a time. (laughs) (laughs) And social media in general
4: makes you. Yeah. Yeah. Makes other people's lives seem really good.
0: I think social media portrays right. like a very ideal false image and people mm-hmm. look for that idealism. And I think it actually started before social media. I think the, the birth of media in general, so like since TV, you know, like you see dramas on on love lives that are like perfect. And I, I, I don't think that existed in the past where people try to compare themselves to, you know, uh, fiction. And that's yeah. what social media is as well. It's fiction masked as reality. It's, it's not yeah, actually I mean,
1: reality. They'll, they'll post a thing going, oh, me and my you know wonderful wife, we went and ate at this restaurant. It was fantastic, the food. But what they don't show you is they had a big brawl because she took something from his plate. And it was like, why do you always do this? And yeah. you know, there's all of that behind the picture. And you know, yeah. they stop for half a second, take a picture and carry on with the fight. Yeah. But as the person that's watching it, and I mean, we're, we're, you know, at the age where we can kind of tell when someone's bullshitting when they're not, yeah. but you know, you've got to think, especially, um, you know, as Jasmine said at the very beginning, the next generation that's coming up is going to look at what's being put onto social media and there will be that seven year gap. I think that she mentioned as well, because they're going to view that as, oh, I need to have this perfect relationship for it to become a marriage. And if I don't have it, then I'm just going to move on to the next person. And because of the availability of social media and people on social media, it just kind of I guess for some people, as Zayad said, they don't—they want to live that Dan Bilzerian life anyway. So when they have the option out there, they just kind of go for it.
0: But I, I think it's because it's like the Dan life is portrayed as is—you know, flashy thing. But it's like anything that's flashy, usually it's fake, you know. And I, I also think like people put way too much pressure on themselves when finding someone. I mean, they're looking for everything needs to be perfect. No, his mm. teeth needs to be white <laughs> like i mean like if you want don't you know I mean it depends yeah. on your preference but i think people like in general society needs to understand that you're
1: not perfect and no one else is perfect but mm. if you're happy with someone i can't lie true. asking for white teeth just seems like a bare minimum no or <laughs> am, am i bugging <laughs> a, Am i bugging Pensal hygiene
2: is is a is a, is a minimal requirement I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm gonna... I would think, yeah, I would think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stop exposing you guys.
4: Steve's standard is very low. <laughs> yeah.
1: As long as as long as they breathe and uh, you know, that's about <laughs> it for Steve, I guess. Well, this is a Remember, like, like you know, I don't, obviously this sounds like something that somebody who isn't six foot would say, but you know, there's like the whole thing of you know, this guy has to be six foot, if he's five foot eleven, then no way, and all yeah. of this. But then again, that's just a, a falsity of uh, social media you know like in real life when you're walking around there if somebody likes you they like you they're not gonna go oh well let me get out the measuring tape here they're five yeah. foot eleven. eleven oh they missed it by an inch sorry mate off you go like My is, is- what about your dad he's like five foot five and you're complaining <laughs> about me get out of it man okay you sound very bitter right now so he's <laughs> on as bitter guys that?
5: <laughs> well that's the thing like back like now social media is the standard for what's good, but it's what's posted on it is only like the top, top stuff. Back in the day, you just look around, around your neighborhood. Oh, they're fighting. They're fighting. Everybody has a shit life. Ah, my life
1: ain't that bad. I think yeah, they it's should. like a vicinity yeah. thing, you know? It's like yeah, I've yeah. looked around my village, my neighborhood. You know, that guy down the road seems all right. That girl down the road seems all right, whatever. And that's who they go for, you know? It's not like, oh, this guy in Brazil or across the other end of the... You know yeah. ocean he seems pretty good i'm gonna compare him to everyone else yeah, <laughs> yeah he used yeah. to do that
5: you know what i mean yeah yeah no one but talks about the shit parts yeah
1: what
2: what is that so isn't that positive of like social media and like online dating is that you're not just restricted to your street you can now look yeah across well, the well country i guess it's not it's not necessarily a negative really thing to, to just one street anymore you that's can true look across the whole country one that matches your personality mm. Your preferences wherever they wherever they may be, but
0: then is it that yeah. deep? like do we have to search that far like London's huge, even Bristol's huge. do you I know what we, mean like why I, do we have to complicate our lives?
4: I agree with Dan that it's not always social media is not always bad. I think it's it, it's down to the person using it as well, like you can't say it's generally bad, but I think it brings the bad out of people. So the people who are vain are only going to look for vain things, but it's just one way of connecting people. And if people can have genuine connection using social media, I think, you know, that that still happens.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, how about this? Like, I want to get your your opinions on like the dating apps and stuff. And right. uh, is it quite, it's quite—it's actually our generation that started all this. Like me personally, I don't like them. Like I, I try—I prefer to meet someone in an actual like real life situation but i understand how they're they're quite convenient and uh yeah dan's stuck in tory land but (laughs) (laughs) he doesn't want to meet anyone there but (laughs) i have to i have to it's a struggle you know i respect the hustle but i don't know me personally i don't i don't feel like it's as genuine i I don't know whether you feel the same or what do you think jasmine do you think it's a genuine way to meet people
3: or do you think
4: um i mean i'm a bit biased because i met my boyfriend on bumble (laughs) Um, but like i said i think it depends on the person like you know if you use it as a as a way to meet other people um Mm. i don't think it's a bad thing but it's the people who use it and who abuse it right so
0: yeah Yeah, it can be i think there is
4: possibility i don't think it's the bane of our generation but you know yeah like dan said there's upsides and downsides
0: that's true By what do you think about these dating apps nowadays are you loving it or hating it
5: god help me uh, <laughs> <laughs> i mean like i understand its existence but it's like what's on it is just so superficial i i have to, i have to say like i do enjoy trolling people on on dating apps that's that's uh like I do enjoy doing that, you are as the in, dark side brother i am like, as, 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 as in, like yeah, I'm, i in like <laughs> as in just like using it, but I use it for comedic value like uh i I just do that just for for my for my own fun though but oh, I'm, I was sick in the head yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like on a on a serious note though i the problem with it is just i find it is just too superficial it's uh, y- you you kind of. You kind of reduce the person into like two dimensions, a couple of photos and just a yeah. small,
0: yeah. small
5: paragraph. And I think that's just, I, I think that's really unfair, actually, to people.
0: Yeah, definitely. It seems quite shallow, but you know what I mean. Uh, maybe, maybe we shift the conversation to like, obviously, we're all from different backgrounds and maybe like traditionally our values were different. So just to ask, like, what was the process? Um, maybe starting with Aaron like in your like in your family history like what was the process of finding someone
1: to finally getting married um i mean i guess i guess dating wasn't really a thing back in the day um obviously we all live in you know england now so you know our dating is obviously not the same as our parents and whatnot but i guess it was just like you know if your mother as the guy saw the girl and was like oh she looks like she could be good you know good wife material for my son. She might tell her son about it. If the son says, all right, she might go speak to that girl's mother. The girl's mother might say, all right, let's, you know, maybe let's arrange something there. Mm. You know, or the guy might see the girl and say to his mom, look, mom, I want that girl. You know what I mean? That sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, it's very much like, you know, as we described earlier, it's very much, um, I like that girl, get me that. Like it's very, you know, dehumanizing almost. <laughs> um so it's kind of how's like How's that any
4: the, different from a dating app? Yeah,
1: how's <laughs> it different? What, yeah. No, exactly I mean, it is very a Dating app, in my opinion Like, as they had said as well is quite dehumanizing as well um, Which is why I've never used any of them But uh, Yeah, so then the, the Guy's family will go to the girl's family And basically ask for a hand in marriage They will turn around and say uh, You know, yes or no Most of the time it will be yes Because there will be some sort of conversation beforehand anyway and then the two will get married. And once they're married, they can move on into their marital home and so on. Yeah, um, yeah. But there is, there, I don't believe that there was an actual concept of, Oh, let's date. Let's see how this goes for 10 years. Because it's like, if someone hears that your daughter is talking to this guy, you know, it's shame onto their family Someone's and stuff dying. like that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's just, you know, backwards, backwards mentality, I guess. But yeah, so that it, it was kind of on that vibes uh, where almost arranged marriage, but you know, obviously it could be a case where, you know, the guy and the girl were talking to one another, you know, mm-hmm. a secret from the family and decided, let's get married. And then, you know, the conversations would take place. But, you know, oddly enough, like one of my great, great, great grandparents, he he met my great, great, great grandmother when her, you know, her tribe, I guess, was going through our village. Uh, and he just went, I'm going to keep that one. And he just, you know. <laughs> And literally that's how it was described to me as he just went, I'm going to keep that one. And he just ke- kept the woman there. And he was like, Oh yeah, that's your great, great, great grandmother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think she was Indian or something like that. Um, oh, really? Oh. So they were traveling through, they weren't actually from that area. And he just went, yep, yeah, I want that one. And that was it. It was the end of the. It was the end of the conversation. So mm-hmm. as yeah, I said, it's very it. dehumanizing, sure. very, you know,
0: but I, I think back then like life was quite
1: fickle and people just went along things. I mean, like, She probably agreed as well. She was like, yeah, why not? I mean, I hope so. But the way it was described to me, I'm very worried about the circumstances that took place. So I don't really know. Um, But yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. Or maybe
0: I'll, I'll give my background. So like, I think how they used to do it back in the day in like Algerian society is, I mean, they still do it now, to be honest. Like basically, if you're interested in someone, you'd, instead of like dating them, you'd tell the parents beforehand, like, I'd like to know this person. And so the parents are aware that you two are like, Basically talking to each other, and uh essentially, but but the, here's the difference though: they basically get engaged, so they give like a promise to say, "Okay, I'm going to keep myself for you, and let's not." Do you know I mean, uh, no no other offers uh, are available. Basically, it's like it's, it's like uh, in football contracts, <laughs> and then you get to know the person, and then if buy in the out end, clause. yeah, buyout clause. So if in, in the end you're both happy <laughs> with each other. Uh, and And the parents agree, which they usually do agree if if you 're both happy with each other, then the marriage goes through and yeah obviously that 's uh it 's actually still practiced today but um yeah but I guess more like like you said because the country's so big and people are connected now, I guess maybe beforehand it used to be like your local towns where now like people will meet each other from you know cities from you know hundreds of kilometers away um i'm curious jasmine what 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 was it like? back for your grandparents and maybe before that. Do you know what the culture was like?
4: Yeah, I guess I mean the shift was pretty big. Um even just thinking of my grandparents. So my mom's side grandparents are much older because my mom's the youngest out of eight children.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Um and I'm pretty sure they were just arranged marriage. Um their families kind of, you know, said, Oh, you have a son, I have a daughter, here you go. And that's <laughs> how it worked. Uh, But my dad's side, actually, um, they're one of the rarest kind of love marriages where they dated actually a little bit before Mm. they got married. Yeah, and it's actually a pretty cute story. (laughs) Uh, My grandpa was in the army um, and he took some vacation out to like see my grandma. I don't exactly know how they met, but Yeah. Um, and she was in university, one of those dorm rooms, and uh, they're all girls dorms, uh, all girls universities, actually. And guys weren't allowed into the dorm rooms, but he would kind of like visit her every day, like with, with flowers and stuff. And yeah, that's how they got married.
3: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> And
0: is, is this like what, what background just for the viewers to, to know? Like, what's your ethnic background? Oh, from... oh yeah
4: so uh, I'm Korean South Korean South
0: Korea. and
4: yeah so before obviously the war um and the world wars uh Korea was a very very conservative place so um, yeah a lot of things got arranged um you mm-hmm. know girls women were basically a commodity you know you got you got traded for and girls families would get money or gifts um for the marriage Mm-hmm. and yeah oh, so it's a big big shift from that to dating
1: you know what it's interesting you brought it up because i kind of forgot to mention it like uh with us as well I, not all of them but like in certain regions as well there will be like an almost a barter situation where they you know they would literally say like i will give you yeah. five cows two sheep <laughs> yeah. and this small plot of land if you give me your daughter and you know the fathers with the beautiful daughters they would use that as a pawn to be like Oh, okay. This one looks like she could bring me a lot of money. So you know, they would they would kind of <laughs> hold out for the rich guy to come along and offer her, you know, a certain uh... amount. So, yeah, yeah. just uh, just I completely forgot to mention that, but they they that kind of did occur with us as well.
0: Yeah, we, like, we had this... Football same. agent. It was, yeah, it's <laughs> like football... It's it fantasy football, like putting in bids for, for a striker.
5: Pretty much. Yeah. Or, or Messi, yeah.
1: Yeah, under-21 under Starlet got a bright future ahead of her, you know, looks like, you know, childbearing potential, whatever, five cows. That's the way they used to do this thing. Cows. I don't really understand what the conversion rate was, but, you know, they... I guess they did have that sort of barter yeah. system in the past, yeah.
0: I, th- I, th- I think the way, we, we had something similar, but like the way they justify it is that if, for example, so the money would be kept for the daughter, and if, for example, she got divorced or whatever, the money would go straight to her. It was kind of like a deposit payment. <laughs> so, yeah, and uh, yeah, so I mean, that, that was, that was uh, I, that, I mean, I'm, I'm, that's what they, they call They say it, that. Like, they say, they say that, that but, but then, in practicality, you know, you know some people yeah. are scumbags and just take the money yeah. for themselves. The so. dad just
1: puts it in his pocket, yeah, you, yeah. Know, yeah, you, you know, after you go, you're marrying this guy, that. sort of thing. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But
0: uh, what about you, Dan? Because you you're obviously you're like got dual heritage, so you have like um, like well, different outlooks.
2: Yeah, um, the Caribbean, um, pretty much. Just marriage like just derives from obviously the colonial rule kind of thing so it's just like the english tradition mm. married or just were together but there's like a little thing like the men would just like sow their seed if you get what i mean so they'd have children about if you know what i mean
1: so what they would just go around and you know do whatever is that what you're saying? yeah, yeah. All right, okay, so good, like
2: right. my granddad could have just have kids somewhere I don't know in Jamaica. Oh. <laughs> Danny's yeah, saying so, back yeah. the
1: uh the stereotypes another fifty years. Thank you, Danny. <laughs>
2: <laughs> thank you, Danny for your <laughs> contribution
0: to I'm Jamaican heritage. Glad... <laughs> yeah.
1: um, but
2: yeah, but but my grandparents, um, my grand was like eighteen, but she came to England with my granddad, and he's old. I can't. I don't even know how old he is. if I'm honest. Mm. He's just old, but he's older than my grandmother. So they came to England together and they've been married for God knows how long, Mm. since before they came.
0: That's cute.
2: And then on my other side, my grandparents, they met at university, I believe. But yeah, they divorced eventually. And then remarried. So I've got like three sets of grandparents. So it's pretty sweet. I've got a pretty sweet
3: deal. Um,
1: My grandmother is Irish. Okay, so oh. they have like a the, what we know as you know regular kind like of
0: like a traditional kind of marriage and
1: yeah, yeah, traditional like what we're used white, to in yeah. England,
2: yeah, all that stuff, all that all that malarkey, mm-hmm. but no civil partnerships, none of that. So they all got proper married yeah. and then, uh, yeah, that's it. That's it's pretty straightforward for me, nothing, no bartering, no bartering. Like Yeah, you look nice. All right, I see you at the pub. (laughs) That's it. That's how I imagine my granddad does it. If I'm actually honest, on my dad's side, if he didn't suggest the pub at one point, then I don't know. You'd be shook. The marriage, yeah, basically.
0: (laughs) So, is there
5: any pubs in Egypt? Or (laughs) I mean, no. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's kind of it in Egypt. It really depends where where you are. So, like the. The rural societies, the rural areas have kind of more of arranged, a bit more arranged marriage style. But if you're more towards like the cities, it's kind of I suppose it's it's a bit more similar to the western western style. Uh, universities is a big place. Basically, if you meet someone that you like at university, and then you kind of go approach the family, and just like you. That you like this person, and then you kind of dating solely to some so It's kind of similar to what Steve described in Algeria. And then, if you like each other, then you get engaged, at, and so on and so forth. If not, then you kind of just to be like, thank you, goodbye. I want my ring back <laughs> and my tank house. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, yeah, especially in the rural areas, the network of aunties is very important. Yeah, your your auntie is your uh, your uh, agent. Your auntie is your PR, your marketing. She like if you got a good auntie behind your back, you're good.
0: I
1: yeah, aunties thing. can be like Jorge Mendes. You know, they have all the yeah. elite stars on their <laughs> roster, and you know, you just gotta have the right connections to get the right place.
5: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: Do you guys believe in, like, love at first sight, that kind of thing? Do you think that might have happened with our grandparents and all of that stuff? Because as Aaron's great-great-great-great-grandfather saw the
1: woman... He he may have held captive, I have to admit that. I'm not (laughs) entirely sure what went on there. Uh,
0: (laughs) We laugh, but this is a very dark topic.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, what can I do? Do They've been dead for, like, 100 years, so, you know zed just wants zed
0: unmute, unmute yourself you can laugh it's okay <laughs>
1: <laughs> the love at first sight thing again it kind of comes to you know you might be a guy who's only ever seen like 12 women anyway so you see one and you're just like oh my god i'm in love you know if you're especially if you're living in a rural area but you know in the you know if you scroll down your instagram feed or your social media feed or whatever it is that you use you'll see a million people per day you're not going to fall in love with every single one at first sight and i, yeah. I don't know if I think maybe it was just a lack of uh, opportunity maybe before where you'll be like, oh, that one, I want that one, you know, sort of thing when you see someone straight away, I <laughs> guess. You yeah. love that that saying, yeah, you know, I want that one. <laughs> no, because you know, when it was described to me, that's how it was described. <laughs> it was like, oh, he just saw a woman and said, I want that one. And I was like, what do you mean he wants that one? And he was just like, yeah, he just, you know, he kept her. Like, what do you mean he kept her? Like, I was like, you know, I don't even know what a, yeah, they, that's how it was described to me. That's why I'm saying it like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Jasmine what do you think then do you think there's love at first sight exists or is it all a myth
4: I mean that depends (laughs) that depends on how you define love I guess I think there could be there could be lust or you know you could have attention you could have um fixation I don't know whatever you want to call it yeah you could you could have that instant kind of connection um Mm -hmm. by by just looking at a person but I think real love comes after you actually learn about the person. Mm. Yeah. Because what, what do you really know about that person other than how they look? Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I agree, actually. I, I, I think like, love at first sight is attributed to instant attraction. But you can't, yeah. you, you don't. What I, well, you know what? When, when I see love, I've seen love. And that's like with my grandparents. And I've, I've seen it mm-hmm. with my grandma. Like my granddad would come in with dirty shoes. And she'd be like, why the hell are you coming in? And giving him a headache. And I was <laughs> like, oh, woman, leave me alone. But actually, you know, they love each other. Like, like they'd spend all their time together, etc. cetera. And that's true. That
3: yeah,
1: you told the story of their love so beautifully. It brought a tear to my eye. But my, yeah. Sounds like me and you, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that. But I, well I, I, you never know man love comes in all shapes and sizes yeah, so yeah. yeah let's
0: not go there
2: but exactly, exactly.
0: <laughs> but I, I think it comes down to what you're saying like you get to know them really and you get to like be able to be around them no matter the highs or the lows you still like you still love them at that point and I, I think that's what really love is it's, it's not necessarily you know the heart race attraction that you get instantly
1: you know what let me yeah. tell you something yeah mm. When you get older, I've been around a lot of old people, yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you something. When you get older, it's not even about like, oh my God, I love her so much. It's like, I'm going to die soon. I don't want to die alone. Let me just stay with this person in my dying days. So <laughs> Aaron, I'm not, oh my I feel so pessimistic. Wifey, bro. I, no, no, I know this Aaron is a pessimistic so outlook. But,
3: pessimistic.
1: you know, when you talk to a lot of old people, they go, you know, I don't want to die alone. So, and most of the time, the guy is in a more advantageous position than the woman. Like, asking, the, older auntie yeah mm. do you love your husband I mean I don't know maybe it's a cultural thing they'll be like oh my god I'm sick of him I'm sick to death of him I'm sick of having to look after him but the guy is always like ah, you know I need someone to look after me I don't want to be alone I don't know maybe it's a pessimistic worldview but I, I, I just think
0: knowing you you're Mr. Pessimism
1: isn't it <laughs> yeah no I'm just I'm just saying I could be just being pessimistic but I just feel like it comes from a place where you don't want to be alone when you get older you don't have the option to go out there and you know find someone else it's but I think, like, all the, right, i made my bed. I'll deal, you know.
0: But I think at that point you've been through a lot with each other. Like you can imagine the highs and lows, and ex- especially if they're extreme. And if you manage to pull through, uh, yeah, I, I think that's what that's what love is. It's like a, a, a memories, connection. isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's memories, it's experiences, and you have a deep connection, understanding with each other through that. But
1: um, that's all so well like, and good until you have an argument, and she brings up something you done fifty years ago, and you're like, I, de- I didn't even mean <laughs> it like that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
4: They've got some good memories. I,
1: mean,
4: yeah, I don't think they're gonna be dying anytime
3: soon.
0: <laughs> Fifty years, brother. Fifty
1: years, man. Come
5: on. What about you, Z, What do you think? I I forgot the topic to some extent. I've been laughing so much about what Aaron's been saying. But I mean, I mean, it kind of, I mean, it kind of fits if you kind of like wanna like translate it to say like relationships with friends or like family. If you if you look at your siblings, you you love your siblings but sometimes you just want to slap the shit out of them but like they still you still love them you know but uh just because you have like yeah that kind of like oh you walked in and you did this or this pisses me off when you do that you still kind of have that you you love your sibling or like uh your friend or something like that you know what
1: that's interesting actually because uh yeah you love your siblings and you love your parents you didn't fall in love with them at first sight or i don't think you would have Mm. Um. So, like, you know, what kind of love is it that you're describing? You know, you can't just look at someone and say, oh, they've got great vibes all of a sudden, and you know, yeah. you might love their vibe, but how can you, as Jasmine said, actually know. fall in love with someone from first sight? I don't really. Yeah. What about you, Dan? What do you think? I, I
2: believe in it. I'm not going to lie. I actually, I genuinely believe in it. Dan's got you seeds everywhere. You bastard. Dan's got seeds everywhere. <laughs> it's like, I love you. I love I know, you. I know. I'm going to race
5: it. I really. I would love to see your DMs, no, he's Dan. He's
2: like, "Oh, nah, nah. We're gonna, we're gonna move past the DMs. i looking looking at this.
1: <laughs> you know, Dan's DMs are, you know, those guys who in those memes they get caught out. Go, you're the most beautiful girl I've ever seen, and they've sent it to 50 girls <laughs> at once. His, his DMs are basically that. That's
3: a
2: lie. That's a lie. That's a lie.
0: Not even. He'll just forward it, and it'll come up with like timestamps, like in
1: another girl's uh, inbox. <laughs> that's a. That's a lie. That's a lie. Okay, so Dan, enough, do you think yeah. you're gonna have you ever fallen in love at first sight?
2: No, because I, I don't usually say anything. I just carry I'm on the bus and I just carry on.
1: But, okay, so what do you think it's only gonna happen once in your life is basically my question. And like, if you don't act on it, is that it? It's gone. Like, you're one, you know, love at first sight, person's just gone because you saw them on the bus, but you didn't say hello. I, I, I feel like the logistics of it don't make it, sense it. is the point that I'm trying to make. It, like, no, but
2: when you see someone and it's like a certain lighting is shining on them. And they just smile. And you just think to yourself, that's the person. I believe that can actually happen. But I, I can't see why that couldn't happen. Anyway, Jamaica.
1: broadcasting to you from La La Land, uh, we bring <laughs>
2: you more <laughs> uh, no. Why, why, don't, why do you believe that can happen? I don't
0: get why. I, I get what you mean. But I think love is, is, it depends how you define love. I think love is a deeper thing for me. Uh, I really need to get to know you to re- really fall in love with you, but. You know, if you're Dan out here, yeah, ladies, if
1: you're hearing this, hit Dan up because he wants to fall in love in it. What can I say? You don't need to have a personality, ladies. You just (laughs) need to look good in a certain light. That's it. That's what you need. Just the lighting. Just this is the right lighting, (laughs) the right angle. Bring a with
0: you all the time. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Don't
1: forget white teeth. You Um, you know, (laughs) know, a little Invisalign, get your teeth all nice and white. Carry a ring light with you everywhere you go. Sorted. Done deal. (laughs) i'm trying to express
2: myself here this is what you do it's <laughs> why men can't express themselves my friends you know are tearing what? me apart
4: no I, you... think I think that's legitimate though like sure i think you can have that kind of thought and you can feel that but it, if you can you call that love i don't know to be honest mm-hmm.
3: yeah,
5: I'm i think our grandparents went through it i don't think it I mean, like, yeah, I, I think you can have people where you meet them and they'll be like, yeah, like, uh, you're kind of, like, starstruck. But I don't think, I think, ha- like, classifying that as love is kind of a big word. You can have someone like that and then you get to know them and you actually like them. And then I think that's when you associate with, like, love at first sight. But that's kind of like, let's say, a statistical rarity, <laughs> if that makes any sense. <laughs>
0: Maybe we'll go around one more time before we wrap up. Um, no, I'm going to give you a question, which is a bit left. If you had to pick the worst trait in a partner that you would hate, what would it be? Uh, starting with you, Ziggon
5: Smelly feet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yo, now you know what? That's a big, big shout out. Smelly feet, bro. I mean, here there I am got. thinking of personality things, and he just said <laughs> body odor. There you go, done. B-O. but it's specific to the feet. I, don't, I respect it because don't know specific man. to just the feet. Like, what? So if the armpits smell, you don't mind? No, but yeah,
5: I mean, like, but the armpits. I don't know the feet. The feet is, has a specific <laughs> smell. Like, I don't know how to describe Like, smelly feet that has a disgusting oh, smell, Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like blue cheese that shouldn't be eaten, you know?
1: <laughs> to be fair, I don't eat blue cheese anyway, so, you know. Yeah, so there you yeah, go. Exactly. Yeah. Even the smell just puts me off to
5: even eat it, even exactly. though it's edible. Exactly. So, I mean, like, you could be the best person, but if I'm going to lay in bed and you're going to be beside me, I'm going to have to smell this. I'm like, I'm
0: gone. <laughs> uh, Small answer, then. to be fair. Maybe, Dan. What do you think?
2: If you had to pick one, one thing, I'm—I um, don't know, man. I'm—I'm I'm a Virgo, it, Star signs and that. So I'm quite picky. Oh lord! Oh <laughs> I Jesus! Know. I think it's astrology. If they're too into it, I can't lie. I have to run. That's well,
1: too. You're much into astro- it. it's, it's, What? It's, what? It's, Look at this guy. This hypocrite. You're into astrology? What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, that was a joke, Aaron. That's a joke. So- oh, okay, <laughs> okay, okay. I didn't. Oh, sorry, sorry. I didn't
0: realize. I didn't realize. My bad yeah astrology that's that's yeah that, if i see that you're psycho jasmine what, what what would be the worst trait you'd see in a guy like what one thing you like no
4: hmm. i mean to be honest you brought up a fair fair point like hygiene is important yeah. <laughs> like yeah. for yourself and for those around you like that's important yeah, and that yeah. shows like self-care right like how much you actually like value yourself i think that's like big thing um
3: hmm.
4: uh, but i guess personality wise like i don't i don't like selfish people like everybody's selfish i know that but people who can't like control their selfishness in a way yeah, if yeah. that makes sense
0: yeah so yeah dan wants a round two go answer. on go on yeah what's your what's your
2: change the real answer the real answer go on, go. On. i think it's entitled i don't like people who are entitled <laughs> you know
0: what i mean yeah yeah no i feel you that's the worst
2: i think that one puts me off quite
0: a lot like you right, can do this
2: for me
0: like i had to do that yeah that's i hate that as well you know i hate a lot of things about human beings but erin mr pessimist what's your uh yeah. which one would um, you be the worst one
1: okay physically obviously because they had brought it up i have to say as well body odor is obviously not something that i'm i'm for um but beyond that, I think personality-wise, I guess uh, accountability is very important. A person needs to be accountable for their actions. You know, If you have an argument, you've got to be able to take into account what you've done wrong as well and say, look, you're right about this, I'm wrong about that. Or else you know, every small argument becomes a massive one. Um, so it's like, you know, if I'm sitting there and I'm saying, look, you killed my dog. I understand you were angry. And I shouldn't have made you angry, but Whoa. can you at least accept that you shouldn't have killed my dog? If the person turns around and goes, "No, I, I should have killed your dog," I'm like, "Well, you're not taking any accountability, <laughs> are you?" So, yeah, I mean, I know that's a very extreme example. I don't know why my head just went there. What
3: kind of relationship?
1: Everyone's no, a broken I mean, child. <laughs> no, I'm no, like I mean- your dog. And then I'm just you know I'm just putting it out there isn't it? Like you know, if, if it's something that's that obviously wrong and you're still saying you know no, I'm not at fault, then uh, you know you can't go anywhere with that sort of relationship. So I guess accountability is important.
0: Yeah, I guess like, if I had to wrap it up, you know what, Zayad, you you nailed it. Is the, the I want no cheesy feet near my face. Like if I smell it with a cheese, you're out of it. I'm I'm running, but um. And
1: like Zayad threw us all off with that answer, man. <laughs> that was a, a good point.
2: Thanks.
0: <laughs> but um, if I had to pick a trait, I think it would be similar to what you said, Jasmine. That's yeah, that's pretty. Your face. No, not my face. My face is fine. But uh, yeah, that and I guess yeah, you're right, Aaron. Accountability actually. Like if if I'm to fault for everything, I'm not interested. Uh, it just blow blow my mind up after a while. But yeah, okay. All right. I see how everyone rolls, and uh, yeah, Aaron's choices of words today were very. Uh... <laughs> very interesting
1: i'll let the viewers trying to use lay language to explain things very clearly like i was using extreme (laughs) examples you get me but you know okay
5: if your dog is in trouble
1: blink twice (laughs) 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 look at my eyes they're wide open (laughs) 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 no no i mean i'm using my dog is fine guys no no worries (laughs) you know it's all good just use that very extreme example to make the point but you know yeah well i guess we'll wrap it up here and
0: Thank you very much for our best guests so far.
3: And
1: <laughs> as we yeah, said, I know I say this every week. Big lies. But, you know, the guests we had on before were absolutely trash. They were nothing. The week, <laughs> the, this week's guest, this is the one. This the is the one really to really listen to. That's why I'm talking about talent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This, is a, this is a far superior level of guest that we've <laughs> not yet had onto the podcast.
0: And we want to thank you very much. And hopefully you'd like to come on again. We'd love to have you on again. And thank you for the listeners for listening. Uh, we almost hit a thousand uh listens so thank you very much guys yeah it's a short space of time and hopefully if you if you like you know just share it with your friends or family members if you know any episode brother we're trying to grow in it do us a favor right now yeah just 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 share it all right if you're listening right now just share it
1: if you listen to this and you don't share it you're dead to me and i never want to see you listening to any more of our podcasts get out of here Aaron's dog will die so, oh. no he no he won't uh first of all just to put that don't put that negative energy out there but yeah no, thank least, you for listening yeah, right. guys bless bless all right thank you very much bye uh okay, steve why it. didn't you say who said having fun and being serious can't go hand in hand you that was
3: bloody brilliant
0: dan's out here spreading seeds uh... <laughs> <laughs>
3: You insinuated,
0: you insinuated
1: insinuated. (laughs) (laughs) that. Dan just said, What's the biggest stereotype that I can put out there? and he just went for that. Well done. I respect it. I respect it.
0: I respect it. it. He put his balls on the table.
2: About trading cows, you get you started with trading cows. Is that not a that's
1: not like a stereotype? (laughs) It's not that well known a stereotype, you know. I had to kind of put it (laughs) out there.
2: But
0: yeah, I was just interested how, like, it doesn't matter where in the world it was, it was kind of like your parents matched you up with your aunties or whatever. Like, they all yeah. had their network of match people. you up with your aunties. What? <laughs>
3: <laughs> you That's what? Spoiled.
1: Yeah, you know, <laughs> everyone's different. <laughs> Boy, I never said that. I never said that. What?
0: Well, you, you, you made up for it with all, all, all your stories.
1: i I had to break into the family secrets just to you know keep the level of the podcast up a little bit what do you think jasmine of his granddad like listen not granddad this is great 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 granddad right i I don't know the guy i never met him it was just described to me in this weird way i I love how the tale is still told up until now that's like what four four generations even they couldn't believe it that was
3: bloody brilliant